In just eight short months, the world has become an extremely different place. This is due to COVID-19. According to COVID19facts.com, COVID-19 is the disease identified as the cause of an outbreak of respiratory illness first detected in Wuhan, China in January of this year. That outbreak did not take long to travel overseas to the U.S. and led to our country declaring a public health emergency in February and a national emergency in March. This virus has caused worldwide travel bans, financial crisis, multiple mandates, quarantines, sickness, and even death. But most of all, the end to everyday life as we know it. Now in this podcast, we are not going to focus on the facts of what has led us here, but more on the experiences. This is a worldwide pandemic. And while everyone is going through this, not everyone has had the same experiences or the same perspectives. These are the perspectives of a pandemic. So on today's episode of Perceptions of a Pandemic, we have someone who is really close to me. We have my dad. This is Stacy Benandi, and he has a pretty interesting uh, perception to this pandemic, but it's actually one that a lot of people have. So dad, can you go ahead and kind of tell me a little bit about your perspective of this pandemic? My perspective, I mean, I know the COVID-19 virus is a real virus that happens and is going on right now. I, I just think the numbers are skewed. I mean, the results are, are really skewed with the number of deaths at first reported so high, and then now they're, they're reported back at, at lower due to the fact that there was underlying conditions and other things going on. I think it's a politically-based inflammation of the of the, the results. I mean, I feel it's politically based by the results, whether it's a Democrats or Republicans. You know, I just think it's, it's all ramped up on one side to actually try to damage more the president's agenda that he has right now. You're saying, like, the president's agenda. Can you kind of, like, delve into more about how it's, like, politically based? Do you think the coronavirus itself was a political ploy? Do you think just the results have been kind of um, tweaked by one political party? What do you mean when you say it's a political thing? You know, we have strong jobs. We're making making money. A lot of people were working. Then the pandemic comes. And, I mean, I do say that there's a problem and there's an issue with it, but not knowing anything about what it was or how it was going you know sure let's shut everything down but that's something that came along at a opportune time i guess right before the election you know the year of the election everything comes out and so it damages trump i mean he was he had so many positive things going on for the economy and and the jobs and building the military back and things like that and then now, of course, we end, now we end up with a pandemic when everything shut down and it messes up his, the economy. You know, he's getting the blame for everything that's going on right now. It's his fault. I, I just don't think it's fair the way it's being judged and, and the way the, the both sides' political agendas are working. You know, one side says one thing, the other side says the other thing. But if you sit back and go and do some of the research yourself, you, you kind of find out what's going on and you can make a, a more informed judgment on what's what you think's going on so you're thinking that COVID-19 itself just isn't quite as serious as the media and the CDC is making it out to be no I don't I don't think it's as serious as everybody makes it out to be I mean there's a what you have like a 96 percent chance of living and when you when you have the virus I mean you have people that are at home on hospice or 
you know, dying of cancer and been on hospice for a year that end up positive for COVID through something and, and that's their cause of death. It's not the fact that they had terminal cancer and was sent home to basically pass away. The results are so skewed on a lot of things because you have these big numbers and everybody that dies that's has the virus or have had the virus it doesn't make any difference what the pre-existing conditions are or the other the other contributing factors to their death but it's a it's a COVID-19 death because the numbers are there I mean I, I know people that have signed up to be tested and didn't go get tested and the people receive phone calls about their positive results does this hospital get more money by having COVID deaths or do they benefit more from having positive COVID tests versus the negative tests? You know, the results vary on different people going to different places. And I just think it's all part of, I guess, inflating the numbers and, and trying to keep it right and actually make, you know, the overall outlook for President Trump or his cabinet go down from the good he was doing, you know? What do you think is the purpose of that? Why go through all this trouble of, of this huge pandemic and inflating the numbers? Like, well, what is the reasoning for that? Uh, because of the corruption, the, the things going on. If President Trump wouldn't have got elected in 2016, nobody would know half the problems and the corruption that's going on right now. Do you think this is one party is, is the cause of all this? Do you think it's like the Democratic Party? I, I think it's the Democratic Party, definitely. Because as soon as it happened, well, as soon as president was elected in 2016, they had the Russian collusion thing. So that's the, the bandwagon that they jumped on and went at it for years. That didn't work, okay? Then you have the Hunter Biden scandal working for a Ukrainian oil company. The next thing you know is they want to impeach Trump for telling the people that he wanted to investigate this guy. Nobody's ever looked back at at these things because there's always something else that actually comes up after the impeachment crap then comes the pandemic i mean they're back to back to back and it's a lot of it is to shed light or hide other things that's going on so we have this big old pandemic going on and nobody knows you know people are finally hopefully trying to wake up and kind of see what's going on it's it's an issue i mean june we, we're not doing anything where everybody's staying at home like the quarantine talking about. Exactly. Like the everybody's quarantined, stay at home. Right. You know, everybody's stay at home. Wear your mask in the house, the whole nine yards. Then we have the everybody go out and protest. And then after, you know, that, all that's going on fine. But then, okay, safe to go out and protest. But no, let's, we're going to have to do mail in ballots. Let's do mail in, mail in voting ballots for president because it's not safe to go, to go out and vote. But it's safe to go out and protest. You know, I mean, that's ridiculous. And then the, just the crap that's going on with that right now. I mean, people are finding ballots in the garbage cans and all kind of different things. But it, you, you don't even know when your mail's coming anyway, much less you're going to have to work on that. So when the election's over in November, you still have like two weeks after that to make sure your ballots are counted. I mean, that's just not right. But they've been doing mail-in ballots for years. You can request one, you can go and do it. But just to get it, send them out to people, it just, it leaves so much room for fraud. So overall, you think, do you think COVID-19 is a democratic political ploy to get the goal of mail-in ballots this November? Well, that, between creating the goal of mail-in ballots and also the whole thing is just trying to create fear in everybody that's out there. Divide and conquer, you know, kind of kind of thing. And that's what, what's basically happening. You know, you're creating fear from 
from the different people. We can't go do this or, or we can't go to a function because we're worried about the corona, the coronavirus or people think they can't vote without doing a mail-in vote. And it just it's just so much fraud available for it or at the chance at it, I guess you could say. The opportunity for fraud mm-hmm. is definitely there, you know. Knowing that your view is is that a lot of this virus is really a political ploy, we have a lot of mandates going on here in Louisiana. What are your stances on our government mandates? They're pretty ridiculous on most of it. I mean, our governor came out and passed a mandate about not allowing people to dance. I mean, that's just, we had a hurricane when Hurricane Sally was coming. In the announcements that he was making, make sure to wear your mask even inside. I mean, it's ridiculous, you know? You have, your bars can't be open unless they have food. Okay, so I can go to a bar or a bar slash restaurant, whatever, and sit at the bar and order some french fries and drink till I fall down. And that's fine, it's safe. But I can't just go into the bar to sit there and drink. You know, I mean, it's not not that I want to go do it, but I'm just using it as an example. Mm-hmm. I mean, the big bad COVID monster is not hiding behind a tree watching me to see if I'm going to eat or if I'm going to drink. And then the, the, the businesses and, and the effects that it's had on, on the people. I mean, you have people losing jobs. You know, they're losing losing things that, they, that they've worked all their life for. And then you have the elderly that's doing the same thing. I mean, these people are scared to leave their house because of the height. Now you have a few that are saying, oh, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to hide. But then you have some that had not left their house since March, which is, I mean, it's a shame. It's like the older people that are in, in facilities and stuff. They're, you know, their family can't go see them because they're scared to go see them or they, they're not allowed to go see them. I mean, if your mother was in a, in a facility and she's already up in age, and, and you can't you haven't seen her since March. I mean, we're in October now. That's a long time for people that are already having issues with memory and dementia and different things. They don't know half the time why they're there, what's going on, and without a family member coming and trying to console them and keeping a little bit of link to reality, what kind of shape are these people in? You know, mentally, they, it's not, not a good thing. So I guess the part that is harder for me to wrap my head around and probably for listeners who don't necessarily have the same perspective that you do is how how these numbers can be so strewed. Because we do see that people are dying and we do see that people are getting sick. How is that the case if it's because political? the percentage of the people that are dying that are positive for COVID-19 or dying with or without it. Mm-hmm. It just now that it's a factor that it's out here, you know, it skews the numbers so much that anybody that dies that has results of COVID, that's the excuse that they're saying. Mm-hmm. That's why they die. It's not the fact that they're on hospice and they, they have cancer and, you know, they're sent home. Hospice make you comfortable until you die. Anything that's going on at first was counted as a COVID death. And then now, the numbers in the CDC are coming out saying, you know, these are the actual percentages of people that have passed away that didn't have underlying or pre-existing conditions or something else wrong with them. You know, 200,000 people dead, it's just not right. So if this is, you know, really just a big political ploy, it can't last for forever. Like, there's no way it can last forever. When do you think that we will see an end to COVID-19? Or at least an end of... You're, of- you're- probably not going to see an end to COVID-19. It's like the flu. 
Mm-hmm. You know, in, in, what was it, 1918, they had the Spanish flu that, that killed millions of people. Right. But and like an end to the mass... I guess November. Like hysteria of, of COVID-19. The day after the election. But I don't think it's going to be on that fast. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, it's never going to go away. It's going to be around. It's going to be seasonal like the flu. And, you know, whether they do vaccines or, or anything else, I mean, if you're sick, don't go to work. So if you did the same precautions that when you had the flu or a cold or whatever and didn't go anywhere and didn't go around everybody, basically isolated yourself or, you know, went instead in your house. I mean, the people in your house might get it because somebody gets the flu or somebody gets a cold or a bug, everybody's going to get it, you know, because you live with each other. But I don't know if it's going to be no- November because I'm, I'm sure it's gearing up and there's going to be so much drama no matter what it is in come November because, you know, you have a couple of weeks after that it's going to take to count this vote and all this other other things that's going on and chance for all this fraud. I'm sure that, just like the other ones before it, the other issues and the problems, the Russian collusion that didn't happen, the impeachment, then the, the, the pandemic that's happening, I just think somebody used that chance or, or what was going on to say, well, okay, we can do this much damage, so let's do it. Let's blame it all on him. Because it looks like now all of the stuff that he did and as strong as the economy was and everything, he, President Trump, I mean, I mean everything is gone. All of the, the work, all of the stuff that's come back. And even now, with opening back partially, the job numbers you know, across the nation are growing. I mean, everything is, but it could be so much better you know let's go stay in stage two for another week let's extend it two more weeks and then let's go okay we're gonna go into stage three which is stage two plus i i just don't understand the reasoning by by the restrictions and what's going on so you think after the election we're not going to see COVID 19 in the news as much and we're not going to see as many restrictions in our government COVID 19 related yeah i don't yeah definitely uh, do you think that's going to kind of depend on whoever wins the election? Oh, definitely. But I'm sure there'll be another scandal right around the end of election time. Either way, it's going to happen. A phrase that kind of gets brought up a lot and that I like to say in these episodes, because depending on your perspective, there's always a, a different reaction to it, is new normal. Do you think we're going to have a new normal because of this pandemic? Or do you think that everything's just kind of going to go back to the way it was? No, I don't think it's ever going to go back to the way it was. We're just we're so far down the road that if we have issues with it, it's not going to get back to where we all run around. I mean, everybody used to sit back and look down on or say something about, you know, when SARS came out and, and with the people in China, everybody had their masks and literally wear masks all the time because of that and I I just see that that's coming a little way further on this side you know who's the mask protect is it protecting you is it protecting me you know things like that I just don't see if you if you follow common sense pretty much you can you can kind of curtail what's going on so I mean kind of right now people are hemming and hawing and just getting getting on with their life and trying to go by day by day but things uh, you know they're not going out and doing things with their family or you know, doing things as a as a group that they used to do things with. You know, there's so many things that people are missing out on that they used to enjoy before, and I just don't know how it's gonna gonna come back. You know, uh, this year has definitely been one for the books, and I think everybody's gonna remember this year. COVID nineteen is something that 
no one's ever experienced. And uh, that's what we're showing in this podcast, that even though we're all going through it, everyone's experience is a little bit different. So thank you so much for sharing your perspective. And I, I think that even though some people disagree with other people, I think it's still really important that everyone hear each other out and hear different views about everything that's going on. No, definitely. I mean, you, you definitely need to hear other views and keep your mind open to, to learn things that's going on around you and weigh the information yourself instead of believing, relying on anything you, you hear or read on social media or on the internet, you know. Thank you to everyone who listened in on this episode of Perspectives of a Pandemic. Make sure to watch out for episode three, where I delve into another perspective of this pandemic. Thanks for listening, and no matter what your perspective is, make sure that you're doing whatever you need to do to stay safe. See you next time.